0: Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday here on Ray of Light TV. Every Sunday here at 3 p.m., we will be shining light on a variety of discussions while adding perspectives of wisdom and understanding that enable listeners to live a more radiant life because it's all about the light. Now, let's get into this discussion. Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> Like What's been going on with you guys? I'm so excited to be here again. Guys, I'm so grateful that you all have decided to join me for another episode of Soul Care Sunday. It's going to be absolutely great. Now, if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, I want you to go and check out last week's episode entitled Hellos and Goodbyes, which is full of little tools to help you through the various trials that we will all be faced with with life and tips for moving on gracefully moving on is an essential part of life and it is imperative that we don't become stuck in the past so that we can fully excel into tomorrow's promise i pray that my transparency relates with someone and encourages you all to keep going in your time of need so guys yesterday as i was thinking about what to discuss for um today's discussion i was reminded of a substance it came to me while i was at work um And it is a substance that has become such an addictive property in American culture that I'll actually vow to purge it from my diet for 30 days. This substance, yes, you can guess it, is sugar. Sugar, scientifically speaking, will be referred to as a disaccharide composed of glucose and fructose. The most common forms of sugar that we engage with on, you know, for some of us a daily basis are sucrose, which is found in your table or granulated sugar glucose and fructose which is commonly found in natural sugar and then lactose which is found in milk and dairy products. Although sugar has its own personal benefits depending on who you are and what your body specifically needs, simple sugars for most individuals provide nothing more than satisfaction and a short-lived energy boost. And although the truth is pretty hard to swallow, sugar is responsible for clouding your thoughts, altering our mood weight gain and is just an overall poor substance for consistent usage in the human body now if you are one of those people who naturally like to disagree or are skeptical about what i'm saying or even listening to this podcast while eating a candy bar i would challenge you to try 30 days no sugar first just to see how hard it is okay And two, to see how your body reacts to its limited amount of simple sugar intake. And also, I would like for you to check out how many of the things that you consume on a natural day have simple sugars in them. From candies to sweets, all that. It's just a lot. Now, aside from all of the negative health benefits that, you know, sugar has... I believe that the one thing that humans can agree on that makes sugary substances appealing and keeps us coming back for more despite the health risk is the fact that sugar tastes good. It sweetens our coffee and our teas are found in our favorite sweet treats, and we love it so much that we agree to harm our own body for its overall satisfaction. Humans enjoyed the fact that sugar takes the sting of bitterness out of consumption that is not pleasant for us. And as I was explaining this out loud to myself, I was bombarded by an analogy that took my journey in a completely different direction. My thoughts were immediately directed to all the women, people and children who have become so used to living these sugar crazed lives that they have even become comfortable incorporating this sweetener into the dreams and aspirations that they have for their lives. I know of many women who have felt the need to tone down their dreams because consumption will be a little too harsh in its most raw version. I can't necessarily say that I want to quit my job to pursue a career in business because I have two kids and a husband. But this is something that I'm really passionate about. So instead of following my dream wholeheartedly, I'll make it a cute little side project instead of stepping into the God-ordained calling on my life. Because I think it'll make everyone else, including me, more comfortable. But I believe what is important to remember in these times is that purpose is not convenient. Your God-ordained purpose doesn't care about your dog, your kids, or your comfortability. Your purpose is connected to the deliverance of others. And the longer that you wait to step into it, the longer people will be suffering in bondage. I also think what many people struggle with today is, well, how do I know if this is purpose or if it is a cute little side hobby? And what I would say to this is, if purpose was that cute thing that you did on the side that required no courage, no growth, or for you to step up in any way that may shake tables in some room, then it is not purpose. Purpose calls for a no sugar added lifestyle and attitude from you that says although my dreams and aspirations may not make everyone comfortable, I'm going to shake the table anyway because to operate in any version less than that would be a disservice to myself and the work that God is doing in me. My purpose requires me to step up and my purpose costs something. And what it costs is every version of myself that is not me. Any version of myself that is less than, that requires no level up, that requires no practice, that requires no confidence, that requires no God, is not the next level of me. And I think this is so important because on my podcast last week, I talked about how it is so important to close one door to be able to fully step into the next one. And it is the same thing here. In order for for me to step up and rise up into that version of myself, who God called me to be, that next level version of me, it's going to cost me to sacrifice everything else that is not me. When I went outside today, my aunt came by and visited me at home. I was immediately uh, confirmed and reaffirmed in this word. So for you guys who don't know, and you guys wouldn't know because you guys, you know, it's a podcast. Um my godmother my aunt she just bought a nice brand new car y'all it's sharp it's a big body it's beautiful but in order for her to get that new car she had to trade in the downgraded version not that the downgraded version was bad not that it was anything but what was required for the upgrade was the downgrade and that's how we have to think about our lives What is being required for you to step into the next season of who you are is getting rid of everything that is not you. Everything that doesn't make you feel happy, everything that doesn't make you feel satisfied, everything that doesn't make your body feel good, that doesn't make your mental health feel good. It's going to require that It may require you going to radical therapy. It may require you taking little incremental breaks here and there. It may require you stepping away from something that the world may expect of you, but you have to say, I cannot do this. I have to take care of me first. That's what it's going to require. Purpose is not convenient. And I will really encourage you all to listen to this message I was listening to yesterday by Sarah Dex Roberts. It was called An Inconvenient Time child that word preached me down y'all need to go take a at listen to it on youtube and so being that i'm the person that i am the strategist i am the you know the business woman organizer that i am i'm going to give you a few tips uh for how to live this no sugar added lifestyle so the first tip that i want to speak to and the first thing that i think is so important for us is um I think it's so important for women everywhere to overcome and annihilate the belief that women have to have false humility. Encouraging yourself, your dreams, and feeding and nurturing them like you should is not arrogant or bad planning. Dreams take time and they take work. And whoever said that being confident is not humble is a liar. You have to believe wholeheartedly in the talents that God put on the inside of you with all of your might and believe that those talents make you who you are on and off stage. I am a business woman when I do a ray of light TV and I'm a business minded woman in my personal life as well. I'm a preacher and a teacher when I do ray of light TV. I encourage people on this platform. I encourage people in my natural life. It is a full circle that radiates who I am. And the Bible confirms us on this. The Bible says to give yourself wholly to your gifts, that your profiting may appear to all in 1 Timothy 4 and 15. So I'm not going to take any job or any position that does not align with the God-given gifts that are on the inside of me. My life should tell a story of who I am. And anything that is afraid of that or is uncomfortable with that has no business being around me. This false humility, overcoming this false humility or this thing thinking that I just have to be less than. is so bad because not only does it keep us stagnant in who we are, but this little false humility that we think we have does not please God. Let's shine light on this. God knows who we are inside and out. And I feel like sometimes people feel like they have to act as something they are not to seem or appear humble to God or to man. Humility is a heart posture. You don't have to prove anything to God or man through your actions that will make you seem like you are humble. So that means I'm not going to decline a position that I'm overqualified for, a promotion, an opportunity, etc., to seem more humble. Humility is a part of who I am, but I will never neglect my God-ordained path in other to please others. This is a no-sugar-added lifestyle, and if you can't take it, then you're not for me. Simple as that. Simple as pie. <laughs> and tip number three. Guys, it's so imperative that we get to know ourselves and God so that we can walk boldly. In our God-ordained purpose and confidence and stop walking around this earth confused as to who we are. Your purpose will cause you to level up. Your purpose will require you to live a no-sugar-added lifestyle. Your purpose may require you going to therapy to get your mental health together. Your purpose may require you to cut sugar and meat out of your diet for a period of time, okay? Your purpose will cause you to get to know yourself for yourself. Because in order for me to live the word alive, I have to know the word. I have to know what God says about me. Because God not only says that I am more than a conqueror. I am the head and not the tail. But he has also showed me that I'm not just a dancer. I'm not just a podcaster. I'm not just an artist. But I am visionary. I am she who will get the job done every time, despite all odds, that I am supernaturally determined and focused, that my dreams and faith touch worlds beyond me, and that is needed in the world. My purpose is attached to the sparking of someone else. And as God reveals that to me and who I am, I am forced to level up to become that person wholeheartedly. And guys, I know it may sound hard because it is. It's a sacrifice. Your purpose is a sacrifice. Sacrificing, being comfortable, being cute, being off to the side, operating in versions of you that are less than, is hard but what's on the other side of my promise is too good to lose the anointing and the power that's on the other side of this thing is too good to lose i can't afford to be afraid i cannot afford to be uh, scared i can't afford to be comfortable i can't afford to be shy first and foremost because that's not who i am and second of all Who it is requiring it for me to be is more than that. I can't afford to act like I'm not bold and I'm not confident because I'm scared some people may think I'm not humble. This is who I am and if you don't like it and if you can't get with it, you're not for me. Ray of Light TV women, men, and people everywhere, it is time for us to start setting the bar first for ourselves and then for the world. And this is the last thing that I'm going to leave you with. Something that's been ringing with me um, all throughout this week. Go back to what your name means. Whenever I'm discouraged, whenever I'm feeling like, oh, Lord Jesus, is this really what you called me to do? Am I really doing this? Does this really sound good? Does this really mean anything to anybody? Can this really make money? Child, I go back to the story of Raven in the Bible. For those of you guys who don't know, when God commanded the prophet Elijah to go and, uh, you know, live by the brook, the cherim, he commanded the ravens to go and feed him in that place. And so when I think about who I am and what my name means, I always come back to the one who can get the job done. God would not have sent a raven into the wilderness if he did not believe that she or he, or whatever the bird's gender was, would be the thing that could get the job done. God chose a raven. And I specifically asked God, why did you choose a raven, not a bird, not a dove, not a snake? And God started to explain to me, ravens have laser-like precision. The way that they fly and get the job done and get to the task that is assigned, they go forth. They don't care what's around them. They don't care. They're not distract- They're not easily distracted birds. They're big, large, scary birds. If anything, other things are scared of them. <laughs> and so when I think about a raven, when I look about a raven, I am reminded of the strength that is in my name. I am she who is not distracted, but is she who will get the job done. It is in my DNA to be focused. It is in my DNA to be bold. It is in my DNA to get the job done at all costs. The bird that was obedient to what God commanded her to do. And I don't know if I'm talking to anybody, but I'm talking to some women who are obedient to what God called them to do. Another thing that was so important to me that God did while Elijah was in the wilderness was that he sent Elijah to a widow, a poor widow, because in this time it was a season of famine. This widow didn't even have enough food for her and her baby. She actually said in the Bible, I'm going to make this food for me and my son and we are going to die. I'm gonna go take this for us and we're gonna die because famine was so hard and I asked God, like God, why would you send your prophet to a widow you could have sent him to a king you could have sent him to somebody who had more food who had more life who had something more to give but the bible said that this was a woman who feared the lord who believed in the lord god and that's what god started to explain to me that you don't have to have everything to be used You don't have to think you have all the pieces to be used. You don't have to be in the best position to be used by God. All you have to do is have the fear of the Lord. Have a belief and have an obedience in your heart that says, if God sends this stranger to my home, I will take care of them. I may not have anything to produce, but I will follow the leading of the Lord. That's when breakthrough comes. And the Bible says that after that, They ate for many days. There was not one day, even with her little grain and her little seed, that they starved. Because the thing about God is he will never look like a fool to man. He always knows what he was doing. He would never allow those people to starve. But it took her faith mixed with the obedience of what God told her to do for her to reach her full potential. And I feel like that is such a story for women today. For us to reach the fullness of what God is doing in our life, to see his wonders, we have to be willing to be obedient, have some bold faith and fear the Lord. It's time guys, for us to stop looking at our circumstances from a natural lens and start looking at how much we have going for us instead of against us. Because I know one thing, if I don't have anything, I may not have it all together. I may not have the best work ethic. I may not have the best writing style. I may not teach the best, but the one thing I do have going for me is a reverence and a fear for God. And if God can just use that, If he can use his servants just to that, then you're already in position to be used by the king. This week, what I want you to do is start taking inventory of everything you have going for you instead of what you think you have going against you. Pray and talk to God about that. Ask him to cultivate that in you. And watch as your life is transformed from that. If you have been inspired by anything I said today, I want you to DM me at Raven Lynn on Instagram. That's R A V N L Y N N, or at Ray of Light TV Podcast on Instagram. It is vital that I hear back from you guys and see how these stories are impacting your lives. Although I have a few on our page, well, we have a few on our page already. I look forward to receiving, adding more testimonials to our light portfolio please send me comments. be on the lookout for this week's YouTube video <laughs> that will be going hand in hand with the message I taught today in a more interesting way. Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys next Sunday here at 3 pm. Keep listening to this episode over and 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 over again. Keep praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying over again. Keep fasting and fasting and fasting and fasting and fasting and fasting and fasting, and fasting, and fasting and over again and continue leveling up into the full potential of who God has you to be. Love y'all. Bye-bye.